0: It's that time of year again. Open enrollment for your benefits. So go ahead and pick up those couple dozen donuts, print the benefits booklets, and invite your team to come in for that morning session where you explain how the benefits are going to work and what the rates are. But that's not how it's going to work this year, is it? It's 2020, and many of you have teams that are still working remotely. Open enrollment is going to have to be managed a little bit differently this year. COVID-19 has us all off balance and we're going to have to adjust to manage open enrollments effectively the good news or maybe the not so good news is that you're not going to need donuts this year if you're not already managing open enrollment using technology this is the year to start if you are already managing open enrollment with technology consider this your guide to make sure you get it right here we'll provide some helpful information to allow you to adopt technology and use the best practices to ensure this is a smooth process, even in a year like 2020. Your benefits renewal and corresponding annual open enrollment waits for no man or woman or pandemic. Welcome to HR Party of One. I'm your host, Ryan McCausland. And today we're gonna talk about three things. First, How to agree on an Open Enrollment timeline with your benefits broker. Second, how to communicate the benefits options effectively. And third, how to get the most out of your benefits administration system. Let's start with some basics. A quick refresher for experienced HR Parties of One. Open enrollment is the time each year where employees can make changes to their benefits, including health insurance. It can be a stressful time for HR Parties of One who are ultimately held accountable for making sure this goes smoothly. 2020 is especially stressful because most of your team members may be working remotely. So this communication needs to be especially effective to ensure they have the information they need to make the right decisions. And I can relate. I just went through an open enrollment with my own team at Bernie Portal. I can't stress enough how much easier your life will be if you're using technology, a benefits administration system, that will allow employees to elect benefits online and remotely. The right technology can reduce paperwork, reduce mistakes, and make the entire experience better for employees and for HR. Assuming you're bought in on this idea that you ought to be using technology to manage open enrollment, then regardless of which system you ultimately choose, the first step in managing open enrollment effectively is collaborating with your benefits broker to establish a timeline for how open and open enrollment ought to go. Before you set a timeline, have a candid conversation with your benefits broker. Review last year and discuss what went well or what may have gone sideways. Jot down a checklist of the items that you think you need to cover to ensure this year goes as smoothly as possible. And then, in collaboration with your benefits broker, you can create a timeline. If your benefits renewal is January 1st, August isn't too early to start planning. You need about 16 weeks to make sure it goes as smoothly as possible. But you don't need to recreate the wheel. I'm gonna go through an example of a timeline with you. I pulled it from our new Bernie U course on benefits administration and open enrollment. I'll leave a link in the description below. Working back from a January 1st renewal day, you can start all the way back in August days 110 through 91. Deciding if quoting options will require employee medical questionnaires. You can prepare for each employee to fill out medical forms. Bringing the health form process online can make this process less painful, so you need to ask your broker how to do so. Then, in the next month, days 90 through 65, your broker will gather the census and go to market for you. Then they'll compile market quotes, formalize data, and compare it with renewal. Work with your broker during this time to make sure the benefits you're providing are aligned with the company's needs. After you get those quotes, in the next 10 days or so, days 64 through 55, meet with your broker to decide on plan options, funding levels, and open enrollment logistics. This is also the time to explore additional benefit options you can provide for your employees. Your broker should be able to provide you with a variety of options, and you should plan to introduce one new benefit per year. Introducing something new will spark employee engagement. Shortly after that, in days 54 through 50, brokers will communicate the necessary changes to carriers and finalize the paperwork. If your broker isn't heavily involved with your open enrollment, maybe it's time for a better broker, and we have a database of them. You can check out our broker network for over 260 brokers who help their clients every step of the way. I'll leave a link to that in the description below, too. There you can find a knowledgeable local broker that will ensure you're providing the best options for your team. In days 49 through 45, your broker should help you build out the benefits feature of your HRIS, your Human Resource Information System, where you'll find a benefits administration tool that you can use for open enrollment. We'll talk more about this later. After that, days 44 through 40, you want to kick off open enrollment with employee meetings. Your broker should take the lead in these meetings, explaining all of the benefit options available to employees. And rather than doing them in person with with, with donuts, these can be done via video conference. The next step, day 39 through 30. Well, this is the last week to enroll, including the hard deadline for employees. So send out periodic reminders or post on company message boards, as well as a reminder a few days before the open enrollment window closes. Don't wait until the last day to send out a reminder. You may have employees on vacation or otherwise unable to make the deadline. And don't get me wrong, you still want to send out a reminder on the last day, Just make sure it's not the first or only reminder. After your employees have reached their deadline, in days 32 through 30, enrollment data is processed and submitted to the insurance carriers. When it comes to carrier communication, enrollments need to be sent to carriers on time at the end of open enrollment. The next two weeks, days 29 through 15, carriers will internally process enrollment, which is a seven-day process, and start generating ID cards, also another seven days. And now we're getting close, the final stretch, days 14 through 2. This is when carriers will mail the new ID cards and start generating bills. And that brings us to our effective day. The renewed group plan begins with all cards in hand and all systems updated. And then finally, the last step in the timeline, the 15th day after the effective day, your broker should meet with you to review processes and collect feedback for future improvements. That's the timeline I followed this year. And it went great. Consider doing something similar with your team and it will alleviate a lot of stress for you, your leadership team, your broker, and your employees. Now let's talk about how to communicate the benefits options effectively. We just went through a timeline that covers what you're going to experience as the HR party of one taking the lead on this. Now let's talk about what the employee's experience is, where they're going to see action. They're mostly going to care about getting clear communication on what the benefits are, how much they're going to cost, and how to enroll. This is an area where you can take the lead as the HR party of one. And there are three steps in communicating benefits effectively. The first step is to conduct an all team meeting. You'll remember this from our timeline. And because it's 2020, this year's meeting probably isn't going to be in person. You'll likely use a video conference technology like Zoom or Skype or Google Meet. And here's a pro tip. You may be tempted to share the details of the benefits renewals with employees prior to that all-team meeting. You might be tempted to send an email with a PDF explaining what the new rates are and what options will be. Don't do that. Most employees won't read it. And the ones who do may draw incorrect conclusions without more detail in the proper context. You can share the details in that all-team meeting which, by the way, should be led by your benefits broker. In that meeting, your broker should walk line by line through the benefits package and how it compared the previous year. Have rates gone up? Have benefits levels changed? Are there new benefits this year that weren't available last year? As you prepare for that all team meeting, here are a few do's and don'ts that you should share with your benefits broker. Let's do the do's first. Do illustrate the employer costs of benefits in real dollars, not percentages. Be transparent with employees about costs and increases, if any. They're adults, and they deserve to know. Share with employees the effort that went into finding the best value for the team. Allow spouses to attend any education meeting. Better yet, encourage it, if possible. And give your employees ample time to make decisions. Two weeks is a good time limit. Finally, host employee meetings to educate your team on the package. Offer to host one-on-one office hours if employees have personal questions. Now let's do the don'ts. As I said, don't give your team paper handbooks that illustrate benefits and deductions. These always end up in the trash can anyway. Worse, they allow employees to read through the document before HR or the broker can craft a message as to how the benefits are going to work and why the employer is doing what they're doing. Don't single out or even hint that any cost increase was due to a particular individual or illness. This may seem obvious, but you'd be surprised. And finally, don't wait until the last minute to begin open enrollment. Use that timeline. It works. The next step is to share the slides from your all-team meeting. I know I told you not to share the details of the benefits renewals prior to the all-team meeting, but it is appropriate to share the slides afterwards. There's nothing secret in there anyway, and it's just another example of your efforts towards full transparency. And the third step is to take responsibility for sending reminders to make sure no one misses the open enrollment deadline. In addition to sending the slides, send an email that lets people know when open enrollment begins, where they can go online to make their elections, and what the deadline is for completing their elections. Remind everyone that if they don't complete their elections on time, they may be responsible for everyone not getting their ID cards on time, and no one wants to be responsible for that. Now that we've talked about how to communicate benefits to your team effectively, Let's look at the technology you're using and how to get the most out of your benefits administration system. And by the way, your benefits administration system should come from your broker. More and more brokers, the most competitive brokers, are making these tools available to the employers that they work with. In addition to providing online benefits administration uh, that helps you complete open enrollment effectively, the tool should also help solve other HR transactional problems you might have. Ideally, it's a comprehensive HRIS, a human resources information system. Here are five ways you can get the most out of that benefits administration system that you get from your broker. First, require your employees to make their benefits elections online. Make sure the system that you have allows people to log in, review their benefits, and make their elections on their own from the comfort of their home, maybe even sitting next to their spouse who can review options with them. The alternative to that is is to have a HR system that houses information, but where the HR party one has to manually upload the elections made by each of their team members or employees. Essentially, if you go that route, your employees are gonna make their elections using paper or in an email and communicate it with you. And you're gonna have to do the heavy lifting of getting those elections into the system. That's not what you want. Not to belabor the point, but you need to make sure that employees can make their benefits elections online on their own. Second, don't be afraid to lean on your benefits broker when you have questions about the technology. I alluded to this before, but the most advanced benefits administration systems are made available to employers by their benefits broker, which provides another layer of support when employers need it. There are other systems that aren't supported by benefits brokers, but I've looked at them And they tend to have big gaps in functionality. And those big gaps tend to keep the best benefits brokers away. This doesn't apply just to large employers either. It applies to small employers too. And that's because the size of an employer doesn't necessarily correlate with complexity around a benefits package. Brokers can provide key expertise here. My experience is that working alongside a good benefits broker produces the best results. Don't be afraid to call them. Ask them to do a screen share if something about the technology is confusing to you. They should be able to help you troubleshoot, walk through it, and address any questions. Third, does it connect with your onboarding system? Today we're talking about open enrollment, but employees make elections when they join your company too. Having a benefits administration tool that connects with your onboarding system increases compliance and creates an overall better onboarding experience for new employees. Fourth, Does it administer qualifying events? Employees make elections during open enrollment, but they also make elections throughout the year if they have qualifying events, like having a baby, getting married, or getting divorced. The system that you're using needs to allow for that. If the system you're using will only allow employees to make elections during open enrollment, you'll need to have paper processes to support elections related to qualifying events. And you don't want that. And finally, number five, Does your system administer different types of benefits? All the benefits you offer, today and in the future. Some systems, for example, only administer medical benefits. And and that's not what you want. You want a system that administers things like dental, vision, voluntary life, critical illness, pet insurance, and more. Don't let the tool you're using limit the types of benefits you offer. Having technology reduces the administrative burden on you, the HR party of one and you wanna make sure that that, that it's comprehensive. It's a lot to consider. But for every minute you spend investing and learning about online benefits administration tools and and working with your broker to set one up, you're gonna save hours upon hours in the future. You'll also prevent headaches that you otherwise would have had because you have a system that makes things simpler. And your employees will thank you because their open enrollment experience will be better. If you're not already doing Open enrollment online. 2020 is your year. COVID-19 has created the perfect opportunity for you to move this process online. So I'm going to give you some homework. Make sure you're providing the best benefits options for your employees by working with a local knowledgeable broker. And you can find one in our broker network at bernieportal.com. They'll be able to guide you through the benefits options available in your market, and make sure you're providing the best options for your employees. I've included a link in the episode description for easy access. Please check it out. Check out our blog post called, How to Offer Open Enrollment While Working From Home, for more info and tips for implementing your open enrollment. Now, while we've covered a lot of ground today, we're only scratching the surface on this huge topic. Fortunately, for those of you who want to learn more, we've got you covered with our latest Bernie U class, The Ultimate Guide to Benefits Administration and Open Enrollment. That's where you'll find the timeline we covered today. It's designed to help you master open enrollment from teaching how the process works to showcasing digital software solutions. We demonstrate how great offerings in a streamlined enrollment can help improve company retention and recruitment. Not only is this course great, but it's also totally free. Best of all, it's approved for recertification credit hours from SHRM, and HRCI, so sign up today at bernieu.com. Also, for more of HR Party 1, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and ring the bell so you know when new episodes are posted. As an HR Party 1, open enrollment can be a stressful time of year, but it doesn't have to be as stressful as it's been in years past. Work with your benefits broker to select a technology that can make this easier. You'll elevate your role and can be seen as a decision maker who's adept at implementing new technology. Remember, your job is as strategic as you make it.